Welcome everybody to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, how you doing today? I'm doing well. It's a big week for you. I had a child. You had the child? My family had the child. <laughs> yes. My so, wife and I had a child. Yes, y'all, y- y'all had a child, and very exciting. And you know, we got back from the hospital, been in there for four days, and I just thought, you know what? Wouldn't it be lovely to do a pod today? And then some news broke. You you thought doing the pod first thing back from the hospital before the news broke. I changed a few diapers earlier and fed the baby. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, apparently so is Lamont Paris. Lamont, the closer Paris. Well, I don't think we can call him the closer yet. We, all, we almost called him the SoCon All-Star Recruiter. But that he didn't recruit the SoCon All Stars. My, um, yeah, we got um, we had Hayden Brown. But then he, I've, I've Malachi Mal- Smith. Malachi Smith. We is thought that, we is had that, the SoCon All Star team, but, but Gonzaga had a little bit better pull. I, I would have gone to Gonzaga too if I had been. Would Malachi you rather Smith. be hanging out in Washington, the state of Washington, I'd be going to or f- hang out in Columbia, South Carolina I'd in rather, the summer? I'd rather be playing or in the, the fall. I'd rather be playing in the Final Four. Well, we did that a few years ago. Frank likes to let you know about it, too. It's more than a few years. What's the, what's the definition of a few? Three? Uh, it's more than a few years. <laughs> well, we uh, had some news drop today, so we thought we'd record a pod. Because, you, as you know, I think everyone listens to this pod, we're the only Gamecock solely focused basketball That's right. podcast in the market. Yeah. And uh, Lamont Paris signed a kid out of AC Florida High School. Who's going to Utah some for prep school? Prep school for his senior year next year in the 2023 class, Colin Murray Boyles. And he was a top five player in the state, which, as you know, was hard to get from our previous staff of getting top five players. Sure. Um, Our previous staff would just take the kids out of Columbia once they had struck out on everybody else. So what? Well, Frank loved getting the seventh, eighth, and ninth best guy in the state, which could have been some Skiza level basketball players. Not are you dissing Skiza level basketball well, players? I, I must say not, not including Zion Williamson. Right. <laughs> Don't want to. Aren't aren't like all these players in Greenville at like Legacy Charter? Legacy and Charter has a lot of them because we have. Aren't they a, all Skiza Skiza players? No, Le- Legacy is that Charter not, is not in the. Um, the, what does Skiza stand for? Skiza well, is the schools like Ben Lippin, Cardinal Newman, okay. Heathwood Hall. All right. Is it only Columbia schools or it's is Columbia. it? It's just Columbia. Well, no, no. There's the South Carolina. It's just, okay. And it's they have them across the state. Okay. But let's just say it's not two A private school ball. How's okay. that sound? There you go. I don't know if anybody's understood this. Anyway, back to the importance of this. We got to recruit. He's a legitimate recruit. 6'7". Six, 6'7", seven. Six, seven, power forward. 200 plus pounds. Because as you know, every recruiting website has a different height and weight. Th- right. Uh, so he might be 6'6", six, six, he might be 6'8", too. 200 to 220. It yeah. depends what he ate that day. Right. what recruiting service has him weighing. Which I think we need to talk about. That's another topic. Of- yeah. But depends on what he ate. That's a good way to put it. If he ate at Rush's or yeah. Hall's Chop House, it, it could be a different situation. Can I can I put that on my driver's license? What's that? Just like like a good I'm a I'm a I'm two twenty five depending on what I ate that day. I, I'm two twenty five on on three recruiting. Websites. That's right. 
<laughs> but uh, but yes. Yeah, so and this is for the 2023 recruiting class, right. so not the recruiting class that we have one spot left that we just got with Gigi Jackson and right. one spot after that. Right. But this is still important. We already got a recruit right out of the gate for the 2023 class. It's gonna it obviously. Lamont Paris's best recruiting class is going to end up being the 2022 recruiting class because he signed Gigi Jackson to it. I think, on a side note, we finished with the number two recruiting class in the country <laughs> with a couple, I'm not going to call them scrubs, a couple role players and one star player. We're yeah. number two, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> But it didn't make sense because we were in front of some teams that had three five stars. I yeah. don't know how the math works out there. <laughs> I mean, in basketball, it's all about that one player. I mean, you're a teacher. How does that math work out? Uh... The, the higher composite, they probably weight it more. In physics, do we care about numbers? Yes. Numbers matter? Yes, we do. That's another, that's another another podcast we need to get into. Okay. Physics. What, what do numbers even mean? <laughs> me, me, and, me and Bryce talking physics. That actually, there might be some people that would think that was funny. I can really dumb it down for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our podcast is going off the rails. Um, we got a player. He, he's a power forward, and I will say this. He projects as a power forward. And, I think and, he can play and, the three. Well, here's the thing. At AC Florida, he was playing center. Because as you know, the tallest player on the team plays center in high school. But he projects as a tweener, I think, between small forward and I power mean, forward. Yeah. I, what he played at AC Florida, I don't think that that matters a ton. You know, look on, on the outlook here, I mean, I watched Tevin Mack play a little center at Dreer. Like... Just and he was a small forward. Well, all Kevin the way. Mack, just to be clear, never found a shot he didn't like. That's correct. Even playing center. <laughs> well, who of you guys listen to the pod a lot? We uh, have some players we talked about time to time, yeah. and Sumter may have crossed paths in his days with Tevin Mack and sure. Marcus Stroman. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, we're, Sumter we're, is our is our. Uh, uh, what do you want to call the term? Richland one liaison, <laughs> Richland one liaison of Carolina basketball or people that Carolina basketball recruits but never comes. Well, circling back, yep. Colin Murray Boyles, Richland Richland one basketball player, AC Florida, Columbia kid, staying home. Uh, I think this is good. Also, a top five kid in the state, staying home. You know, like basically, first two recruits out of the gate that Lamont Paris has signed. Columbia, South Carolina. I like that. I like that a lot because our, you, you know, Frank, early on, he did a good job in the state. He would get some guys. He, he, he or, wasn't getting a lot of top five, but he was getting some guys. But but he even did that. I mean, he got PJ, he got some Darius, Stroman was a top five guy, you, you know, Stroman was at Keenan, PJ was at Spring Valley. Right. Like, he, he missed on Tevin, who, you know, it turns out it might have been fine that he missed on. Transferred to 50 schools. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but, but since PJ hasn't been recruiting the state or the Columbia kids very well, right out of the gate... Lamont Paris' first two kids are Columbia kids. And um, again, it's a good narrative. Yeah. He's starting to get the players to stay home. Yeah. And that, that was the one thing that Frank didn't really solidify over his years. Now, one thing we do want to talk about about this kid, all right, um, from, from watching some video, it looks like he's got a decent jump shot. You know, like he's got it, he can make a mid range jump. Are you ready for a comparison after watching his junior year highlights at AC Flora? I'm ready for a comparison, and I'm going to hit you with some of those numbers you were talking about. All right. Carlos Powell. Right. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm listening. Powell was 6'7. Yeah. 
with the, I mean, depending on the 190 to 210 range, and he kind of got it. You know, he had that Gamecock, not Gamecock, that basketball acumen, that mindset. You know when a guy has the it factor? Okay. That's what you call the it factor. Did he, Michael Carrera have this? Oh, Carrera had spunk. A lot of spunk. <laughs> okay, keep But uh, what I like about this guy is he can make a 10 to 14 foot jumper. Yeah. Also known as a Coatsar special. At least against Florida. In the- now, can he make it in clutch situations? But in, you know, three, 3A, 4A... I guess AC Florida's 4A, isn't it? 4A. This kid probably played 4A ball the, the whole played time. Played 4A yeah. ball. Played AAU ball. That um, I feel like this guy can be a small forward, power forward, tweener. That you always need a 6'7 guy. You know, uh, yeah. Frank always got the guys maybe a little bit on the smaller side at every position. Sure. And for Frank, a 6'7 might put you at center. But I think Lamont Paris will put him at, you know, power forward. And I think he's going to do well because, as you know, Gigi Jackson is on a short stay with us. Would you say it's fair to say that he's a one-and-done player? So we're going to have an opening at power power forward. So this guy brings that local narrative staying home kid, and he looks like he has a pulse. No offense to our other Ridgeview player that we have on our team. What's his name? Gigi Jackson? No, not Gigi Jackson. Oh, the the other Ridgeview player on the That's team. That's right. Who who are you talking about? I'm blanking on his name. What's the guy on our team? Benson? Benson. Did Benson go to Ridgeview? He did. Okay. And he's six seven. They're they're Richland too, so I'm not their liaison. Fair enough. But Benson has hasn't played for years. Yeah. He's been riding that bench and every time he comes in he doesn't he doesn't look like he belongs. This guy looks like he belongs. Yeah, and that's good. Uh, to, but but to what you thought about my Carlos Powell reference? So I like it. I, I, I like it. And one thing, if if you're new to the podcast, um, Bryce wants every player that's six seven to be Carlos Powell. He would take a team of five Carlos Powells or Ronaldo Boxman. Yeah, th- th- that's what he wants. And so ideally, and so whenever we sign a six seven player, he's gonna want this guy to be, you know. Carl, he he's gonna he's gonna try to force this guy to beat Carlos Powell. Now, <clears throat> some numbers on this. He's a uh, he's a composite eighty seven on or point eight seven on on so two four three seven. star. Uh, he's a three star composite point eight seven on two four seven. Uh, for some perspective on that, GG is like a composite point nine 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 or what you, you know. Well, he was number one, right? Um, AJ Lawson. Was a was a point nine two, and Wildrens Levesque was like a point eight seven seven, and so this kid is gonna track. I think I think the 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 way to like okay to put expectations on this kid is to put it on a guy like Wildrens Levesque, who decent college basketball player. Like we he would had, we would take Wildrens Levesque on this basketball team, would you not? Wildrens had yeah, I agree with that. He had. Decent defensive game. Yeah. Decent rebounder and kind of developed a, a, a little bit of a, you know, four-foot hook shot. Yeah, and uh, big-time athlete. Yeah. Big-time athlete. And Boyles um, has the defensive side. Yeah. Looks like he could be a nice shot block. And and uh, and th- they're not quite the same player. Wildren's a little bigger. And so, right. but but that was just real quickly. I mean, the, this got announced today. I was just doing some quick research to right. try to put this in, in comparison. And so, I mean, Wildren's played as a freshman. And he was fine, like like he was fine as a decent backup backup center, 
Uh, and so, like, I, I think that's where we put our expectations on this kid. The bigger point to this kid, okay. right? And this is where this, and this is why this is such big news. And this is why this was big enough news. He's a big enough recruit that um, we're doing a podcast about it. Is that this is the step to Jordan Butler, the prize recruit, the prize recruit twenty twenty three. Yeah, yes. So, so after Gigi Jackson reclassified, right? So, so with with Gigi Jackson reclassifying uh, to the twenty twenty two class. The number one recruit in the state is now Jordan Butler, who goes to Christ Church, which apparently is not Skeza. But uh, and also in Greenville, South Carolina. In, a lot of schools up there. In Greenville, South Carolina, yeah. Uh, and so uh, he's a seven-foot center. He's the number 55 player in the nation. Uh, that would be a, This would be a big deal um, if, if Lamont Paris hadn't just signed Gigi Jackson. Would Jordan Butler be the biggest recruit we had signed in 10 or 20 years for sure. Yeah. And so like, like if, if, and apparently he is friends with Murray Boyles and Gigi, I guess all the, the good players like to hang out together or they're yeah. on the same. AAU they're on teams. the same. AAU. Yeah. They, yeah. They hang out together. You, you know, they're on the same AAU teams. Um, and so hopefully this will open a door for uh, for from a recruiting standpoint, and uh, I mean, if if Lamont Paris can sign Jordan Butler, he's going to be successful here. He's going to be successful at Carolina. He's going to put out some good basketball. Well, teams. think about that. If we get a power forward and a center, he's just got to worry about getting some guards or some solid transfer guards. Yeah, which which are always out there. And I mean, Michi's got a few years, so Michi can still be here as well. How many years does Hayden Brown have left? Oh, he's a. He's a super senior. Super senior? He's okay. out after this year. But Michi's got two. And then the guy from Illinois, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, Verdens. Verdens something. We got the Illinois transfer. He's 6'8", and I believe he has two years left as well. Yeah. And we've got some other guards on the team that will be around too. But uh, but the but the big guys is you know, is the biggest hole in this team. Well, it was the biggest and hole until need, GG. And we need big men that can score, and we haven't really had that. We've had some big men over the years. Yeah. They just usually didn't have a pulse on the offensive side of the ball. And most likely we will not have GG next year. Like, are you? is there any chance he's coming back? I, I don't see a picture where GG would come back for another year. Because you'd be talking yeah, unless something an unless, injury situation. Unless something catastrophic happens. Unless something catastrophic happens. Or does so, he fall in love with Carolina basketball? He just signed an NIL deal. I mean, I'm pretty sure Jim Hudson has sent him the truck. <laughs> Have you not called to confirm? I need to call. A, I need. To, I'll work we're, on we're that. Not the next we're not a credentialed podcast yet. This is. We, we would have called Jim Hudson to confirm. If Just we to were be a clear, I don't pod. think they're any credentialed podcast. <laughs> Unless they have a, they started with the website first, right? Right. They happen to have podcasts. That's yeah, a dream. We're, yeah. we're not. Let's don't talk about our dreams. Here. I, I don't want to write. I don't want to run our website. That sounds miserable. I don't want to have to be held accountable for, for anything that I say. How's that sound? I mean, even even on uh, non-credential podcasts, I think you could be held accountable for things that you say. Well, when in Rome. Okay. Is that reference good? No. All no right. All. Anyway, so let's think. That, so we got a good piece in bowls. I think that if we can get Butler, that I think if we sign Butler, all of a sudden, the narrative has changed. The top players are staying in the state. So. Oh, yeah. 
that's just what we've always wanted to change. And Lamont having these recruiting wins early on only bodes well for the future. Now, we do have another player in the state that's yeah. going to be committing this week, but, but I, I think don't he, think it's to the Gamecocks. I think he's off the board. What's his name? Cohen, Cohen Carr. Um, also, visited South Carolina. Yeah. Greenville kid goes to Legacy, goes to, uh, Legacy Early College. Yeah. Right? Um, and, um... You know who also went to Legacy? Bryce McGowan's. And? Steve Spinella? Jalen... Shaw? No, our former power forward, McQuarrie. Jalen McQuarrie? Okay. McQuarrie, he transferred, I believe, to South Florida. Okay. Anyway, Legacy, Greenville. Just wanted to, you know, bring in that. Well done. You're you're just throwing strikes today. Throwing strikes. (laughs) Um, but, uh, But, no, Cohen Carr... Goes to Legacy Early College. Uh, he's the number two player in the state. Um, ranked number 59 nationally. So, like, also a really big... Th- this would be a really big get. He's com- he's committing on Tuesday. And the experts are saying he's going to go to a basketball school. Yeah, he's going to Michigan State. Which, Tom Izzo? I mean... Still I mean, doing big things up there? I think so. Any, is he, can you call him washed up yet, or is he still doing his thing? He's still doing his thing. Top 10 coach? I don't know. This is just the Gamecock basketball only podcast. Well, I, know, I don't you know, know these things. I got a few Michigan yes, State fan yes. friends. T- t- Tom Izzo, I would say, is still a top 10 coach in college basketball. Would you take him as a coach? Yes. Okay, noted. Well, that, that... He, he, he would have also landed GG. Let <laughs> us be clear. I don't think Michigan State's been in a Final Four since like 2000. That is factually incorrect. <laughs> When's the last time they were in a Final Four? Oh my gosh. We're going to have to look that up. I, that's because they've I, probably been in multiple I just remember then. them that, not about 2000, was it around 2007 when Florida was in the Final Four? I believe Michigan it, it State probably was. It, it, so how many Final Fours do you think Tom Izzo has Oh, he's been to a lot. I'm the, saying, the final lot. I don't think. <laughs> you did this to yourself. <laughs> All right, so Tom Izzo was last in the Final Four in 2018-19. Okay, what about after that, though? He was also in the Final Four in 2014-15. He was in the Final Four in uh, in twenty in 2009-10. Okay, he, so... He was the runner-up in, uh, uh, in 08-09. Uh, so I... In, so I stand corrected, and it, long story short, he's going to a school that's pretty good at basketball. To, to quote me about talking about Malachi Smith, um, I'd, I'd like to play in the final four. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no shame on Carr probably wanting to go out of state. I mean, there's probably always a chance, but you know. Also, I mean, the other thing is that it's t- like you got to build relationships with these kids. Right. You know, and, and um, Lamont Paris wasn't recruiting this guy, and he's announcing on Tuesday. Right, Lamont Paris is recruiting Jordan Butler, and Jordan but- Butler isn't announcing it. So I think, I think Paris has a chance with that, and Jordan Butler is the big get here. Yeah, I think um, he has a little time on Butler. I don't think he's announced a set timeline on when he would be committing. So we got time with Butler. Yeah, and um, and I mean, if he has a class of Butler and Boyles, like, and then throwing another, just throwing another guy, that's a good, that's a good class. Throwing another two or three transfers, yeah, especially replace Gigi with. Um, well, if he gets the local talent to stay, and then he gets some high-profile transfers, that's the rest. You can really success. turn around a team very quickly compared yeah. to the old days where you were dependent when you got I mean, a new coach of getting all new players and having years and years of down years till you get players that are good. 
I mean, heck, if he goes to if he makes the NCAA tournament this year with Gigi, the last coach that will have made the NCAA tournament more than him in Carolina history is Fogler in ninety in like ninety seven. You talking Fogler? Yeah, <laughs> like. Like, and so, it's not hard to turn this program around. All you have to do is just be a little successful. But anyway, it makes the future look bright, because this year we have a lot of transfers and a lot of guys that only have, you know, a few years, you know, a, a year left yeah. of basketball to play. So. I know, Michi's got a few. Like, good recruiting class. Like, you could, you can change the culture of a basketball program quickly. Well, the culture is here that we'd be okay with an NIT team. I'd be fine. I would be fine with an NIT team next year. I would like to make, you know, obviously what I want is GG to be just everything that everyone is saying and us to roll into the tournament. That's that's where I want this season to go. I'm not going to start talking settling for the NIT yet. Right. Uh, I think this team can make the tournament because I think GG can be one of the best players in college basketball. I mean, heck, we were we were put in somebody's like top ten. Or something I, I I saw like national guys are talking about us like who's gonna like like it was like what player is gonna have the biggest impact at their school and it's you know Duke it's some kid at Duke some kid at Kentucky and there boom GG Jackson South Carolina up there with them I like it it's awesome Did, do you think the national analysts even knew who we were until GG I guess they knew us for about a week I mean we did in make a Final Four in 2017 they were yeah. like what's going on here yeah. <laughs> and and the, the the national guys love Frank Martin. They used to love. Frank they used Martin. to love Frank Frank Martin, yeah. But uh, but you know so so they know they know who we are. But th- they were not expecting this to happen this quickly. That's for sure. Well, I'm getting excited for the year, and we're we're in August now, and I'm starting to see. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, there has been some practice video come out of the Gamecocks practice. Are we about to talk about practice? I don't. I get excited about practice. I would love an open practice. You know, in the early years, we used to have some open practices before Frank shut it down. But uh, there was a video of uh, our freshman um, Daniel Hackens, Sanford, the freshman from Charlotte, and he was passing the Gigi for a jam. And then you know, it's just cool to see the players out there because you know you you see tape of them in different places and stuff like that, even the transfers and. You know, it's just nice seeing some. I don't think I've gotten excited about some practice tape in a long time. That's factually incorrect. And you're, I, you're always excited about it. You will call me. You will get mad at me for not going to the exhibition game, and then you will call me to tell me what literally every shot that that one of the players took. It, it's really the reason we have this podcast is because our wives got tired of listening to us do this over the phone. I love Carolina basketball. I know you do. Even when, when we've been a loser for a very long time. All your life? Yeah. Except for, few except, except for four years of your 36 years? It's been nice. When, when you're, <laughs> you know when you're a season ticket holder and, you know, occasionally you win some games, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it is fun to watch. But this, it, this year's going to be fun to watch. But anyway, practice, I think they're you know, doing, you know, I don't think official practice doesn't start, I believe, until early October. But it's just good to see, the you know, the kids getting together and forming some type of team after last year. If you look at the roster last year going into this year, completely different team. Yeah, but and that's nothing we're not used to. Oh, that's pretty good. That's nothing we're not used to. Uh, so, anyway, another piece of big news that came out. What's that? Um, we're going to be playing in the uh, Charleston Classic. I like that. 
one of these little preseason tip-off tournaments around the Thanksgiving the week. week. I think it's week the weekend prior. before. I think it's I think it's the Saturday before Thanksgiving, um, or maybe two two weekends before. College of Charleston's hosting. College. They're in the tournament, and so uh, love playing one of the, in one of these in-state tournaments because you know the it might be within the GBO budget to you know travel to this one as opposed to going to the Bahamas last year well, for the women. Well, the uh, the, the GBO <laughs> did travel to the Asheville Championship. Harris, only, only, Harris Cherokee Casino. Only fifty percent of us, and that's where we decided to go out and you know lose our first game of the year to Princeton. That's right, or the second official right. game of the year to Princeton. Well, so, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. First, the the uh, the the game on this calendar, the first the first game of the Charleston Classic, we're playing Colorado State. It. I'm not pleased. They're going to sneak up on us. Is that a Mountain West team? I believe they're in the Mountain West. Yes. Okay. All right. Also known as the used to be called the Fighting Mike Bobos. All right. Or is this football that we're talking about? Yeah, now? that's right. Mike Bobo, you know, former OC, was the Colorado State coach who got fired. I okay. thought you'd get that reference. All right. So I did, but I just thought we were talking about Gamecock basketball only. Let's 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 put this in basketball terms. Okay. Do you know who is the coach of Colorado State? It has a South Carolina connection. Yeah, it's Nico Medved. Uh, the uh, the guy that used to be the coach of Furman. Okay. He was he was on a lot of people's short list to replace Frank, but he signed his extension with Colorado State, I think the day that we announced we were firing Frank. So Bob Ritchie, who's the coach there now, was I believe on his staff? I think so, yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting Carolina or South Carolina connection. Yeah, and so... Uh, so we played Colorado State. I think we played. They made the NCAA win. tournament last year. They won twenty five games. So it'd be a good resume builder, would you say? This is a game that Frank Martin would absolutely lose. Okay, I can okay. see that. All right, I can see that. All right, which you know, this is going to be the first big test. If if we roll in and win this game, uh, I'll be very pumped up. I, I believe that the GBO podcast is currently planning on being there. Other thing that I like about this tournament, from what I was looking at, okay. So it's the weekend. It's it's uh it starts Thursday, November seventeenth. Yeah, Thursday to Sunday. Thursday to Sunday. But what is happening Saturday, September nineteenth? Well, no, this is November. So it's Saturday, November nineteenth. Excuse me. I believe we're playing playing Tennessee at home in, in Columbia. That's the, right. The the football team's playing Tennessee in Columbia. I don't think they have games on Saturday. They don't. I, I believe think it's, it's a, a visit Charleston situation day. So 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 basically you can go we can go back and tailgate in any basketball fans out there that don't want it to conflict with uh football or or any of the uh football first podcasts out there. Right. Could could you know go back and go to the football game and then come back down if we're in the championship game on the uh, on Sunday the 20th. And tickets are affordable. Yeah, and it just rem- makes me remember. I don't know if you remember a holiday tournament we were in when we had. Uh, it was the Dave Odom years, and we had. I don't think it was Downey and Frederick. We had Mike Holmes. Yeah. And Dominique Archie. And yeah. Archie blew out his knee in the tournament. Yeah. In the Charl. I don't know if it was the Charl. Might have been the Charleston Classic. And it was well. very sad because all of a sudden our team got real bad after that. Yeah. Or was that with Horn? It could have been early Horn. No, it was with it was with Odom, Archie. Yeah, Dominic Archie was with Odom. And when he blew out his knee, our season went so, to crap. So, after that. so Downey overlaps with Odom and Horn. 
Right. Because because Horn Downey's at least Downey's senior season was with Horn. Because there's there's a blip of success on Horn's resume, and it was all because of Devin Downey. But I just remember his knee gave out on the baseline after a dunk, yeah. and it was just sad. But anyway, that's sadness. But it'd be nice to have a little holiday tournament where, I mean, just to be honest, the teams that are in it, you got Furman. You got South Carolina College, Charleston, Davidson, Colorado State, Virginia Tech, Old Dominion, yeah. Penn State, your yeah. favorite team. Put uh, So everybody out there, put November 17th on your calendar, okay? Depending well, depending on the time, the times of the games haven't been announced. Right. And so depending on the time, you never know. The GBO might do a little happy hour at a bar in Charleston. Ooh. You know, and so... And so Tim can come hang out with us. We love a few of our fans come out. Maybe we'll have some koozies, and some t-shirts, yeah, the GBO. Yeah. We, we we don't know yet, but uh, but but yeah, our, our listener Tim from Indiana, he, he he relocated to Charleston. He won't have to go far. That's right. But his wife cheers for Notre Dame, though, right? I think so. But uh, but think maybe it was GBO that brought him back, South Ooh, Carolina. We need to ask him, <laughs> did the GBO get Tim and his wife back, back to, to South Carolina? Carolina. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see what happens. It'd be nice to get an early couple season wins against high-level, t- talented teams that would help our resume. What do you call it? Is it the BMI? RPI? RPI. They don't use the RPI anymore. No, what's the, what's the new one? The net. The God. net ranking. <laughs> Am I sound like an old man? You do. You, you I, the older I get, now I have a child. Like it's, maybe, maybe it's just because you, y'all had a baby this week, and you've just forgotten everything. You got. I, you've been getting some sleep. I got a few hours last night. That's good. Yeah, less than normal. Less than normal for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you should come over and babysit. Sure. Okay, we'll work on that. Anyway, yeah. you just signed up for it. But anyway. Looking forward to holiday basketball tournaments, um, especially with a team that we don't really know what's going to happen. So we can project all day, but we have no clue. Before we get out of here, one last thing we need to talk about. What's that? We need to kind of shift gears to the women. And Bryce, I got a question for you. What's that? Is there anything Dawn Staley can't do? Well, people might say that she can coach the men's basketball team. She can coach an NBA team. But also, she can play some cornhole on the Ocho. Oh my goodness! So you turn on ESPN, and there's the you know, the cornhole championships, and Dawn Staley is out there with a couple guys sponsored by Buck Naked Underwear. They, they, they. <laughs> and I will say this: she whipped them. <laughs> She's all of a sudden a big cornhole fan. We didn't know this, but anyway, it was interesting to see Dawn out there on the national TV just playing some cornhole. Or as the up people up north call bags, which I think is the dumbest thing. I mean, you do know that cornhole is a game that originated up north. I know, but who cares about up north? I mean, they gave us cornhole. Or bags. I mean, they call it cornhole in Cincinnati. I've, I've met a few people that call it bags. You ever you ever met anybody from Cincinnati? No, but I heard they have a Cincinnati chili, and it's terrible. It's not really chili. <laughs> Yeah, but they they but but they came up with cornhole, and apparently Dawn Staley is awesome at it. It it you got to go look at this highlight on Twitter. She hits a it's 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 awesome. And she hits her third and fourth bag in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, it just it it just really brings home the true fact. Dawn Staley's just a winner, and that's that's what she is. She can do whatever she wants. Also, and, and does. <laughs> would you say Don Staley is better than us at cornhole? Yes. At the tailgate. 
Uh, oh, gosh. We, somebody at South Carolina needs to, needs to, after this happened, needs to organize some fundraising event where you can come out and play in a tournament, in a cornhole tournament against Don Staley. You, you know, like. Ooh. Oh, like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. To, to where, like, and it would be awesome. I, I, I bet the GBO would send some. The, the, it's a two-person game. Maybe we can, we can ask our sponsor, Modern Exterminating, our buddy Glenn, see if he can sponsor this. We'll see if we can get the GBO and Modern Exterminating into this Dawn Staley Cornhole Tournament. I wonder how much money we would have to give the university for them to convince Dawn Staley to give up a to give up an afternoon playing in a cornhole tournament. Just a few bones. Just a few? My buddy Todd likes to reference, you know, money and hundreds and thousands and bones. Yeah. So a few bones, as Todd would say. I think that would that'd be cool. Or or maybe or maybe a few biscuits. Todd th- th- Todd's uh, Rambo's fat cat biscuits. Great biscuit out there in Cottontown. I, I had one this morning. It was pretty dang yeah. good. We you know we, we joked about if Lamont Paris I'm gonna bring this full circle too, okay. man. Because we we've still got one spot out there for the twenty twenty two class, right? That's and, correct. And, and our friend Todd's favorite player is Felipe Hase. He's still out there in the portal. I don't see that he's committed anywhere. He hasn't committed anywhere, and it could happen. And we've joked that Todd should just make a uh, Felipe Hase, you know, uh, Felipe Hase biscuit if uh, if, if he commits. The, but the Chilean special. <laughs> you know what we should do? What's that? We should get a GBO biscuit out there, Rambo's Fat Cat Biscuits. Ooh. On the secret menu. Or put it on the big menu. I don't know. Oh, we'll work with our buddy Todd if we can get that. I like that. The GBO pod. It's a, yeah. di- it's a discounted biscuit. The, 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 it's got to be discounted. The, the GBO podcast where Bryce and Sumter just simply talk about their friends' businesses until they, you know. Throw, like, throw us a few sponsorships. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, we've gotten off the rails. We, we, we've done a half hour on, on Colin Murray Boyles. Very here. exciting. But it's nice to have another, the Summer Edition 3.0 podcast. Good to get together. Yeah. We're talking basketball now in August. We're talking July and August. I mean, what? Maybe we'll get another recruit in September. Something to keep these months going. Yeah. We might be doing podcasts at tailgates, man. You know what we probably for basketball, man. I've never seen a tailgate for basketball. Maybe we should start one. Ooh! If we we throw in some food, maybe we get Dawn Staley to show up and have some cornhole. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for joining us today for the pod. Nobody tailgates for basketball. This is an idea, Bryce. That this must be the modern exterminating. We know what bugs you, bugging us this week. No tailgating for Carolina basketball. Maybe we need to change that. Saturday afternoon game. You, you know, one that's 4 o'clock, you know, Saturday afternoon game. We can get into the parking lot noon, 1 o'clock. Yeah, you got to get in the parking lot because I don't think you can have an open container in the Vista. Would they Would they even allow us to have, would they even, when, when do the lots open? Well, the stadium opens an hour and a half before the game, as we know. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> During our NIT days. <laughs> and uh, and they don't move that back, even if we get college I'm game assuming day. the parking lot opens at about two hours before. That would be my guess. Anyway, let's look into that. All right. Have a you know, few biscuits. Maybe yeah. throw out some pest control while we're out there. <laughs> biscuits and pest control. 
All right, thanks for joining us today for the pod. We'll uh, be back at you guys if we get another recruit for 2023 or 2022. Hit us up on Twitter at GBO underscore pod. And? Send us your questions, GamecockBasketballOnly at gmail.com. And we actually, I do need to mention this, you know, um, Lisa Hamrick. Yeah. Tim Tim from Indiana's wife. Emailed the pod, (laughs) and she tried to win the Lamont Paris sweepstakes. I can't believe it. Hashtag Lamont casual. Oh, gosh. Just just turn the pod off if you already have it already. She sent some pictures to the pod, but they were of him as the Chattanooga coach or with long sleeves with his baseball jersey for a Gamecock baseball game. But later that day... Yeah, you know, we had golf. the uh, he was he joined the the, be- the birdies for Beamer yeah. and Lamont Paris rocking the short sleeve polo and shorts. So yeah. the hashtag Lamont Casual, it was it ever going to happen? It finally appeared. I'm, we had to bring that out. I'm so happy, Lisa. Thank you for finding this so that he'll shut up about this. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, something you're telling me to shut up. That's how we'll end the pod. Thanks for joining us this week, and we'll see you again very soon. Go Cox. GBO out.